This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. As I record this episode, it is Independence Day. One of the best movie speeches that I recall growing up was the speech in Independence Day that discusses the need to create a tribe of people that are connected based on a common cause and put aside their differences in order to succeed as a society, a culture, a unit, uh, whatever the analogy that you choose. And one of the lines is, today we celebrate our Independence Day. And I thought this was a timely message because many celebrate independence while living a life that is based in dependence. And before we assume that this is a judgmental statement, let me just assure that it's not because I'm still in the process of emancipation myself and the conversation that I'm going to bring forth today is the journey that I'm on, a lot of the process that I'm using, and obviously because I'm broadcasting it, it's there for you to use for your benefit. And what do I mean by that? You see, I'm still tied to the need to work. It sounds like an odd way to say it, but while I have a deep passion for what I do, As we stand here in 2022, I still have to do it. Which leads to the question, what is freedom in modern America? To me, that means a financial emancipation from the system. Being in a state where your residual income, your passive income, your savings, investments, whatever have you, completely cover all of your living expenses while also making sure that you've put together a plan for the next generation or two, maybe three, as well. Once you get to that point, a dramatic shift occurs in the frame of existence. Your passion for your work truly becomes optional. In Claire Graves' Spiral Dynamics Theory, that is where you get to the enlightened state. And many of the business owners that I work with currently elucidate this similar desire. I think that it's an innate feeling to want to be free from the system. You see, one of my favorite movies is The Matrix. And in The Matrix, they talk about being unplugged, being able to see the system and then recreate it in your own vision. And we all want that because we know right now that we are not free. In Connecticut, where I live, I will never truly own my house or my cars because there's always money due. And if I rescind or do not pay that, then my assets are seized. 
So we live in a country where very technically your core basic needs, shelter, has a price tag attached to it in perpetuity. So we never are able to ascend to the model where we don't have that base level concern, again, going back to spiral dynamics, because we're always at some level concerned about our most basic needs. We all want to feel free because while the micro example that I just gave seems somewhat ridiculous to some, well, of course you pay property taxes. I get it, but if you think about that process, that means that unless you have a plan put together, it's always going to be in the back of your mind and those burdens are always going up. I know in 2021, between federal state and local taxes, and I'm not building in the taxes baked into goods that we purchase, but I spent half of my money in taxes. Very shortly, I'll be able to pay significantly less by using a couple of strategies that are available, but it's a high barrier to entry to get to that point, and 95% of people in the world will never get there. And why do I talk about that? Well, the next 24 months are going to be a critical time for business owners. As I record this, we've been in a recession. No matter how the data is spun in press briefings, facts don't have feelings, and the numbers are the numbers. And we are in decline. The inflation that we're facing isn't transitory. And a lot of the people in the financial industry, we knew that that was going to be the case because it's simple math. The supply chain issues that come along with it weren't as expected, but it's all pieces that are stacking the deck against you. Right now we have poor trade policy, poor domestic economic policy. We have overburdening regulations and taxation. We have ill-conceived mandates, lockdowns, again, inflation, shortages. But we also have consumers that feel very pessimistic and are worried about spending, which is going to affect your bottom line significantly if you don't make a change. And with all of this considered, I also know that we cannot grow through this with the same brain processes and stories that got us to our way are now. Those that know me personally know that I'm horrible with quotes, but I believe it was Einstein that said that you can't solve a problem with the same brain that got you there. And that's why a shift that needs to occur in your business. Yeah. But also in your family life in your marriage, your parenting style, and how you show up inside of your community. This shift 
is going to be one of the most important things that we do in our lives. You see, as a small business owner right now, you're the backbone of the community. People depend on you to have the answers. And not just your employees, your clients, your state representatives, if you're involved in that process. You have critical input that you need to be able to provide to these people. But if you don't have those answers, it's usually because you don't know the questions to ask internally. It's a matter of awareness. And I've been there too. And that's why I've paid the coaches that I've paid in my life to help me accelerate. Paid tens of thousands of dollars And the first time that I did it, I didn't have money. I dipped into the, what we'll call strategic reserves, the breaking case of emergency funds. And it was scary. It was very scary. Not just because I was going to make a shift, but because I didn't have the economic means to do so. I was just coming out of a divorce. I just bought a house and the only way I could buy a house was with my my VA loan because I had nickels to rub together. Put that against what's happening now. In the next 24 months, the businesses that I consult are going to generate over $200 million. And that's a big boy number, but it's also a conservative estimate. It becomes very interesting because the businesses that I consult normally generate under $10 million per year. Add in that I work with 10 people at most on a one-on-one basis and the math starts to come together. When I say that it's a conservative estimate, That's because the target is half a billion. Now, how can these companies do this when small business is hurting? The fact of the matter is it takes a proven model that's been adapted to current times. One of the benefits that I have is I was a business owner during the last recession. I've seen what it looks like when... We have all the problems in the markets, consumer sentiments drying up, and there were two types of people in that environment, those that adapted or those that went out of business. So why do I share this with you? Is it because I'm trying to sell a $99 course, a mastermind, a guru session of some sort? No, not really. You see... Right now, our country's hurting, whether it's because of the crony capitalism that has special interests, making small business harder than ever, or that concerted effort inside of government to penalize the small business owner, tax the rich. Their benefactors fund their campaigns to make sure that the ultra-wealthy and the corporations stay on top. That's why you see billionaires at Davos 
saying that we need more taxes on the wealthy when everybody with a brain knows that you can send in as much money to the government as you want. If these people really cared about the societal change and they believe that government is the answer to solve those problems, Bill Gates could stroke a multiple billion dollar check to the government to solve world hunger. But he doesn't. Those billionaires in Davos could easily fund the welfare programs to feed all the people in Africa and everything else that they talk about. But they don't. They say government should be the answer. And at the same time, these same people, whether it's in corporations or the government or media, they seek to divide us and make our communities us versus them instead of us. See, large corporations take money out of communities. The dividends that are paid on the stocks in your 401k are the fractional pieces of wealth that came out of the communities that they serve. Small business owners reinvest in their community. They support the local kids' soccer team. Their kids are in their schools, and they have a vested interest in the success and health of their town. And we need more of that in America. And my passion is to bring out the skills and techniques to help you get there. Because never again... Can we allow general we- generational wealth to be stolen from the small business owners and communities like it has been since 2020? I'm Mike Demo, wishing you a happy Independence Day. Hey, it's Mike Demo. If you enjoyed the content that I just provided, feel free to come over to my website, Michael Demo. There I can provide you with no-cost materials that are designed to handle the key pieces needed to redevelop your business for not just the coming years, but into perpetuity. Some of the lessons will include redesigning your mission statement, the core values of your organization, as well as links if you decide that you would like to connect with me. Again, michaeldemo.com, and I'd be happy to get you those materials free of charge.